Today is July 4th, and the Yankees lost two out of three to the Mets. One of them in brutal fashion. The season rolls on. So let's do it. Let's talk some Yanks. All right. What's going on, everybody? It is July 4th. Uh, Jake is in his apartment in Manhattan. I am in my shed in New Jersey and BBD is in his house in New Jersey. And it's a little holiday up here. I'm talking Yanks brought to you by DraftKings and uh, the Yankees lose the series. They win the last game. Um, and usually Jake, the mood of the last game kind of, you know, gets you through the episode or that's what we're kind of riding on. But I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm uh, I'm almost at the point of complete indifference, which is actually the worst place to be. I don't know. How are you doing? James, Vincent, Michael O'Brien, big baby David. I'm doing well. Everyone listening right now. Love you guys. Happy fourth. Uh, the city is putting on a literal fireworks display right now. So that's kind of cool. Just had a moment with a gentleman I'll never see again in my life, but we remember it. Yeah, Jim, you you hit on something there that's, and I don't want to start a negative town, but it is a Yankees podcast right now. So there's not much of a choice, but you know, Chad green, what an electric performance. Awesome. But it's also like, Hey, wasn't that the guy from the first game we could have rolled with? Like the winds have almost been twisting the knife, uh, just a little bit with the losses. So it's tough. I mean, subway series game one is, <laughs> I mean, feels like out of a like a nightmare not a bad movie like a personal nightmare and you'd wake up and you'd be like oh my god dude i had a dream it happened again uh but it's just real life at this point so uh happy fourth how are you where were you when you were just seeing the fireworks where did you just come from uh went to brooklyn for a little bit there is some sort of music soiree down there and that's what nobody else is calling it but uh, it was good being down there. We saw some fireworks, saw some talking Yanks fans. My guy, Jack, thank you. Um, so it was, it was nice, but yeah, I was coming back and we we're driving over one of the bridges in the fireworks because they're over the water. Uh, they were like right there. So it was a moment like everyone on the highway stopped and we were watching it and it was pretty nice. Yeah. Katie was telling me how bad fireworks are for stuff. And I was like, I don't know. I, I like them though. I don't take that away from me. I think I'm a big fan. Noodle having a noodle, having a straight bad time, but that's all right. And that's to be expected, but yeah, no, I mean, there's like fireworks are kind of powerful. Like there's, there's emotion attached to it. What's going on in New York right now is kind of like 2021's here. We're doing it. Doing it. We're back. BBD. How are you? I am uh, all right, aside from apparently Zoom doesn't like if you stream to two places at once. I think that's what the issue was the first time we tried this, but I'm well. Oh, we're good on YouTube right now? Yeah, I think I'm just leaving it on YouTube, and I think we're good. Hell yes. All right. Um, I don't know if we have any patrons. I can check. Jake, today for game two, the the man, the whole thing started out pretty sour. Just how they handled the rain out Friday. They did the thing where they do it exactly an hour and a half from game time. So they fuck over everyone that bought the all you can eat, all you can drink deals that last 90 minutes. 
it's such nonsense that they do that. And then they say, well, okay, well, we can, we can give you, you know, more tickets to games because you get to see the game, but we can't, you got the all you can eat. So you, you we're not going to redo that. And it's like exactly on the hour. That's, that's pretty frustrating. And then like, just as a Yankee fan, you get a nine, you pay for nine inning game and you get a seven inning game, seven inning game split double header. So after the first rain out, I was kind of like, this is bad vibes. Like now they're being straight rude to their own fan base. I wasn't happy about that. And then for today's game, I wasn't going to watch the first game. I was like, you know what? I'll follow it on my phone at the beach. I went and played disc golf with my dad, came home. I was like, I'm tapped out. I was like proud of myself. I think the last five July 4th or ever since I started doing this, I haven't been on the beach with the family because it's always a day game and I've been always working it. And then uh, I was ready to leave the house and the beach was like a stampede of people running off the beach. And I yelled out the window, what's going on? They said, it's going to rain and it poured. So then I find myself sitting on the couch watching the game and getting my heart ripped out of my chest. And it's like, I wasn't supposed to watch this. So I'm mad. Yeah, Jim, and burying the lead a little bit. I mean, everything you mentioned about the Friday game, they rescheduled to the 4th of July. Uh, uh, Maybe one of the days with the most amount of plans attached to it, like maybe Christmas, then the 4th. So yeah, uh, to do that was some funny business. And, you know, when we did our event, uh, the events, people took care of it. So hopefully they did that with some other people. But uh, yeah, not, not ideal at all. And, and you're right, man. Like, you know, when we decided we were all going to record this episode from home, it was okay. Let's enjoy the 4th of July. Like we deserve that. We do enough stuff. And then, yeah, man. And Saturday was so weird. Cause it was okay. Are we going to get another rain out? It looks like it. And then they just played a full clean game. There's a couple raindrops in the first inning and that was literally it. So yeah, the whole weekend was like off point, which Kind of felt like the whole season at that point. And then, yeah, you, uh, you know, hey, 4-1, let's go Yanks. Paul Yo is giving a speech about, you know, it could have been 3-2 if Cole doesn't get out of the inning and the Yankees don't tack on a run, but it's 4-1 with Garrett Cole on the mound. Things fall apart as hard as they can. And, uh, yeah, you know, the, the reason they win the second game feels attached to how they lost the first. So uh, it's... Uh, it's just tough, man. It's hard to get any positive energy going with this season, and it's uh, it's a bummerosa ranch. You're muty. Can I tell you something? Just like kind of depraved. Yeah, always, man. I'm love that stuff. A tiny bit of me was excited that the record was finally below 500 or 500 500 i'm so sick of people saying shut up they're not even bad they got a winning record and i'm like let's get this record to reflect how they play and then people will understand it it is so funny watching opposing fan bases come through and tweet about the games it's like yeah you want free bases you want easy outs and double plays? It's uh, so I was, I was like, good. They deserve to be 500. Like, stop with the false hope. And now they're above it again. So, whatever. Yeah. And we'll, we'll see on that going <clears throat> forward one week till the all star break. 
And yeah, I mean, that first game, you know, the Mets don't turn that double play. That's, that's the inning that the Yankees put some, put some puntos on the board. So yeah, man, it's, uh, it's just dark and twisted. It's, it's bad vibes. It's like, it's so dark. It reminds me of Zach a little bit. They just sent Wade down for who? Yeah, I was about to say, speaking of Wandy P, right? He was the 27th man. He was activated as 27 today, so he's back. Hey, listen, I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not here to act like Tyler Wade's anything better than he is, but maybe one of the only dudes doing more than we expected out of him on the roster. Not to say it's game-changing or amazing, but <clears throat> one of the only dudes that if you look at what he's done, you'd be like, you know what? Wade actually hasn't pissed me off at all this year. Wade's actually come through a couple times. He's done his job, speed and stuff. So that seems like a miss. Like, I, you know, Tilo just got here. He's got an option. I guess they, I guess they already used Wade's option this year. Um, for Wandy? I think technically, yeah. since I think Wade was down less than 20 days or something, so they could have preserved the option here. I'm guessing now, unless there's an injury very soon, now uh, he will have officially used the option. But yeah, more just option feels rules like, are stupid. More just feels like bad vibes. Like, there's an off day tomorrow, right? So the bullpen's not going to be super taxed. You don't need Wandy. And now they're just going with a short bench? They're going to be just Andujar, Tilo. No, no, it's going to be Gar. Well, yeah, Rugi. Rugi, Tilo, and Higgy. And yeah. No, that's all. The short bench because Tilo replaced Clint. Three men. Yep. So that seems like a. Why do that? I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I mean just, yeah, dude, I, kind you, of bad you're, vibes. you're very much right, but it's also Wade, Tilo, or Wandy, which end of the day, what do you do? Wandy and have two speed guys on the bench that can play defense. I mean, has Wandy had an option used that that could be what's happening? You've got one of the speedsters. Wilson, man, like. I don't know. Yeah, that's a that's a whole nother thing. Um, I don't, a... I don't, I whatever. You know, I'm not acting like Wade's better than than he is, but I, it's just like at least like half being courteous to Wade. I'm he's probably on the taxi squad for the road trip to close out the first half. So I'm guess since there will be some move before the second half starts. I don't know the exact day count situation but yeah it makes sense he doesn't have to go to scranton all right so there's some uh upkeep for you tyler wade's been sent down do you want to burn uh the games we can burn a lope i mean you know i yeah people tweeting at me don't burn the games they don't deserve it and you know that's not who i am jen okay well um Burns today are brought to you by Magic Spoon, which is, surprise, surprise, what I'm eating. And I didn't even know that they bought an ad for this episode when I poured myself this bowl. So I'm going to obviously chew into the mic right now. Mm. Oh. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Yup. 
Chewing so hard. That's the sound too hard. Not too hard. That's the sound of me eating healthy, guilt-free cereal for adults. You know what flavor I'm eating right now? Blueberry. No, but blueberry was so good. I'm saving it. So it's the last box left of the four I got. Wow. Yeah. You know, got to save the last bite. Live the last bite. That's a motivational quote. Uh, Cinnamon. I hadn't tried the cinnamon yet. It's good. It's good. Tastes like uh, cinnamon toast crunch. Which is unhealthy. Which is the unhealthy, terrible version. This version has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs. And each serving, only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, GMO-free. You can build your own box or get a variety pack with available flavors. Cocoa, fruity, frosted, PB, peanut butter, blueberry, and cinnamon. I had never had blueberry and cinnamon, so I got them in my custom box. I had cocoa and fruity. Those were my, or fruity and frosted. Those were already my favorite. So someone, a listener bought them, him and his son, and his son liked cocoa the best, so... You can get yours today. Go to magicspoon.com slash yanks. Grab your delicious cereal. Try it today. They got 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Magicspoon.com slash yanks. Use the code jo- use the code yanks to save $5. And uh, thanks to Magic Spoon for filling up my belly while we record. All right. I don't have the burn music. Or I kind of do. Fill my belly. Here you go. Uh- Oh, there, there he is on your mark. Get set. Can you hear that? A little bit. Noodle might let it rip in the background because he loves the Subway series as Jordan tries to be the full Monty against Taiwan Skywalker as the Yanks try to turn around their destiny this season. Like college for me. It was scoreless through the first four. In the fifth, Dom Smith, RBI single. Nimmo scores, and the fifth would keep going. James, can he? He McCann. He gets the ribby single. Smith scores on the wild pitch. Oh, no. It is three-nothing. Metropolitans in the sixth. RBI walk from Mr. Smile. No smiles here. Four-nothing Mets. Continuing in the sixth, Dom Smith again slaps one double to left. Peraza scores. Nimmo scores. Pilar with the single. Just like that, it's ESPN, the Ocho. Uh, Nunca. Eight nothing Mets. But the judge listened to his own speech in the locker room. It's 8-1 Yankees after the solo shot. Gio Urshela, cute, nice. He hits a ribby single. Do the Yankees, is this how they're going to do it? No, that would be the end of the game. Monty was 4.1, three earned. Licky to Wilson. Oh, my God, it's bad. Noodle just knocked over my phone. Mike King with a nice showing. Yankees lose. 8-3 final. Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah. Holiday weekend. I know you're usually a diehard viewer. Did you see my uh, post-game recap of this one? Uh, Hudson Valley Renegades ad. Ad. Shout them out. No. Like, I I gave a little recap for everyone that doesn't know the ins and outs of the Yankees. Like, 
swept by the Red Sox. Manager says our season's on the line. GM, owner. GM, owner, players meeting. They get a rain out. Then they get another rain out. They get rested. They get a chance to work on things, to reset the mindset. The cross-city rival comes to their turf. If there was ever, ever a time for signs of life, it seemed like game one of this series was going to be it. And they just got no hit and were lifeless and dull. And I think it's like the biggest telltale sign. Yeah, it's it. the only part that's tough about that, the Yanks being redundant and dull. I mean, that's, you know, that's pretty much every game. I know you were enjoying it. I know beautiful baby David was too. Taiwan Walker did look good. Uh, give him credit. He's killing it this season. He's he's also a friend of the pod, so I'm trying to keep bias aside, but he did look good, and I mean, he's having a year to back it up. Um, you know, a 2-4-4 ERA, 7-3. and three. The Mets were the only team that offered him a contract. That's insane. That, uh, you know, as the game goes along and it's 0 0 0 0 0 0 you know, it just hits a point where you're you're waiting for failure. It's the Brian Hoke question, like, are you comfortable with losing? Like, they are, and they expect it. So, you know, when the Mets get the three across in the fifth, and, I mean, that's a big enough blow, here comes the sixth inning, babe. And, I mean, that's uh, that's as sad as baseball gets. It's as sad as baseball gets. Yeah. I didn't see any of the Wilson stuff. I like walked away because the family, there was a whole party going on in my house. And then uh, when I walked back, he has already been out of the game and I had to check like the ESPN play by play. Did you watch his, him pitching? What the hell is the same as always happened quick. He looked good. Um, no, he hasn't looked good all year. Like uh, he, he looked like Justin Wilson, like Jimmy, you know, uh, Jay Bruce at the start of this season, I defended him a little bit because at the end of the day, I think Jay Bruce played 10 games as a Yankee and he looked bad. Like I, I didn't deny that, but I, I trusted him as a MLB veteran that if he got more run, he was going to look better. Justin Wilson. I got nothing, man. Uh, it, it, there's no signs of life. There's no, Oh yeah, that looked good. So maybe this will come around soon. Like, it's it's bizarre. I'm, you know, I I almost said it earlier. There's some Yankees analytics guy has something on cash because I, how can you still pitch him with with any confidence? Like even if you gotta take the L or cut the loss on it, I I don't know, man. He's uh, it's shocking. Yeah. Not I mean, trying were, to say he looked good, he, but like it's not like he got hit hard. And then he lost the zone once the soft contact shit did happen. But turn your mic down a tiny bit. Turn it up. <laughs> I don't know if you can, um, but it was soft contact. You said a lot of soft contact, but then he lost the zone and didn't get better. So still bad. Well, speaking of soft contact, I mean, Monty with the saddest press conference I've ever seen, um, just begging to give up line drives instead of soft contact because that's how he's been beat all season. Uh, 
<laughs> so sad. So sad. Everything's sad. That was a pretty bad game. You want to do game two, three? Just, just unreal, man. I mean, I, I posted the box score um, after midway through the fifth, and it was 8 nothing. The Yankees had been no hit, and it was just, you know, what we've been trying to depict without being obnoxious, like that box score has felt like the majority of Yankees games this season. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. Like yes. not a joke. And people don't get that because we make jokes. Oh, what was the last joke you made? I don't know. Probably 2018 sometime when I was happy. Wow. That's a joke. I'm as happy as I've ever been. That was the most recent joke then. There you go. Sans Yankee stuff there, but I'm coming to a point of indifference, which is sure. Like, you know, all right, let's do uh let's do game two. Mm-hmm. And maybe you want, I don't know what you got going, but your first game of the doubleheader, seven inning set. Burn, Jakey Burn. Let's play two in the boogie down, and the Yankees have their ace, Garrett J. Cole. He's got a good thing against Marcus Strawman argument, Strowman, as they do it in the Bronx. We're playing seven innings, babe, and in the first, oh, my God, Dominic, Italian Christmas donkey with the solo job to write. We should get some lefties. In the second, Higgy Smalls with the RBI double, second extra base hit of July for the Yankees. And Tilo, how about it? Welcome to the team, babe. Sack fly. It is 3-1. Yanks in the third. Make it for Stanton with the double play that scores a run. It is 4-1. Yanks in the fourth. Oh, my God, Garrett. I hated this inning. Nito. Not he gets the ribby single for the Mets. Good fortitude by the backup catcher to make it fortitude. Nimmo four to three. Frankie four to four. Johnny Laza's in the game. And boy, we are locked up at fours. But these Yankees have something that works every goddamn day. Wild pitch scores a run. It's five to four after five. Yanks, we're going into the seventh Chapman in to close it. Alonzo, let the rhythm. No, they're the bad guys. I'm not rooting for that. Tied game as Pistol Pete hits the solo dong, and it only got worse from there. Peraza with the RBI double scores to Chapman to Litke. Tell me if you've heard that before. Nimmo singles to right. And then we get a throwing error by the judge. Frankie, yeah, do it to me, daddy. Mets double us up 10 to 5 in game one, a game they had won. Yeah, man. I was like, dude, it's kind of into the game, you know? Right. And I was like, wow, they can win both double headers somehow. And then I, again, they were winning. Chad threw two pitches. I said, Katie, we can go to the beach because the rain stopped. So we walked to the beach. I got my phone out. I was watching on game day. I see 
that they brought Chapman in, my jaw absolutely drops. I switch from game day to streaming so I can watch the video. And then he just smokes the slider and you're like, yeah, what are you doing? Jim, can I ask you a question? Why, when you saw Chapman in, did your jaw drop? Because I, I, I said last episode and sort of everyone else that he needs to lose the closer role. Because he's been so bad. They've demoted him before, man, in 17 or 18. I think it was 17. Like, Batanzas got two weeks as a closer, and Chapman came in in the eighth as a setup dude. Because he was... Jim, it, he, it's been about four weeks he's been a pinata. Like, getting rocked. And to do that when the person, like you mentioned, who threw two pitches in this game has the ability to do what he did in the second game, it's, it's madness. It's, it's madness. How? Boone, Boone literally admitted he's managing for the next day. Like, he didn't say Chapman's our closer, got to use our closer in a closer spot. He said, oh, I, since Chad was so quick and we already used Laza for a lot of innings, I wanted to use Chad in game two, which they did. So we lost game one so we could do the plan for game two. And then you go one and one. Like I, from everything I saw, Boone didn't say, well, he's the closer. So I'm going to him in the closer. Like he hasn't lost that role yet. He actually said his closer rolls up in the air. So it wasn't about that, which is even more fucking mind bottling. Win the game. So you're saying win the game. Like Boone kind of admitted that he knew Chad was the best option to finish out that game, but he also knew he wanted him for multiple innings in game two. It's nutty, man. I, I, I've never seen a team so bad at winning try to steal wins. Yeah. Yeah. It almost, it was such a whirlwind because I'm like, wow, he's doing the like, I'm going to stick by my guy and Chapman's going to get through this. And the only way he can get through it is if he gets reps in the closer role. And then he didn't. He didn't say that. He said it was because he wanted to use Chad game two, which is yeah, one step crazier. And even if he had said that stuff, like you, but you need a closer or one of the two elite guys in theory available for game two. And you already had Chad in this game. So like just roll with Chad and say Chapman will close game two if we need that. So like even that like isn't a great reason because you need someone for game two. Win a game. Win one. Win a game. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was bizarre, man. Not great, Bob. How did they score their runs in that game? It was Stroman, a couple hits, the big Biggie error. had the big double. After the error, right? Yes. Um, and then, yeah, Lo Castro, the sack fly after that, and then Stan with the double, and then, or the double play, <laughs> not a double, excuse me. Uh, and then LeMahieu scored on the wild pitch. Yeah, wild pitch. Two wild pitch runs today. <laughs> Not bad. Speed on the bases. 
All right, let's Keith do game. Mills. Let's do game three. Oh, um, Timmy Lowe started this game. Yes. Had Left a sack. Field. Dude. Then they ran Gardner back out there. Yeah. No, uh, BBD tweeted my exact thought process. I was like, you know what? Game one today. Okay, Tim's in left. That's that's all right. That's whatever. Uh, yeah, good good for old man Guardy. And then I was like, well, no, because Guardy's old. Um, and left field at Yankee Stadium is tougher than center field. The center field's kind of a normal center field. The left field is a little funky. Uh, and Brett Gardner's won a Gold Glove playing over there. So yeah, it was just. It was just another one of those twists that was like, this doesn't make sense. And the whole fucking reason that you needed a center fielder is so you don't burn Gardner out in center. Yeah. And then they played him both games in center field. That was with so that was so weird. It feels like I think there's a bathhouse. I think there's a Turkish bathhouse in uh, like downtown New York. I forget what neighborhood, but it's it's become very popular. But there's two people that own it. And one is like a young, cool They they make it like Brooklyn. -y. It's like, you know, you can buy a ten dollar water and it's kind of like yuppie stuff. And then the other days, it's the original owners, and it's like this old man, greasy Turkish bathhouse. The Yankees feel like they have two owners like that. They get to manage the team every other day until they figure it out, and they both collide, and they don't make sense, and it's not working. Do you think it's like a Johnny Tsunami situation where they're like, you know, dividing the mountain in the analytics room? I'm not going to say no, because <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think someone in the chat, Martin just said this theory slaps. And I think it does. I think it's a great theory. The Yankees are a Turkish bath tsunami house. or bathhouse. I think he's talking about your bathhouse theory. How about both, man? Mine we was a bit. Mine was a build on. Yours was a build on like they're trying to manage it together, but eventually they just straight cut it in half. And say, you know, we get the weekdays, you get the weekends. Right. That'd be fine. <laughs> I'd love that. Let's do that for one year and then figure out what works better. We'll come back after that. All right. Uh, game number three. Burn, Jakey, burn. Holy smokes, happy 4th of July. Yankees, Mets, night game, ESPN, seven innings. A-Rod, Susan, we're having a blast. And it's Nestor Cortez Jr. This city needs a hero versus Corey Roy Oswald as he pitches for the Metropolitans in the second. You've come running to my arms. It's okay, don't be alarmed, come in to me. Urshela, Ella, Ella, A, A, the three-run yacker. It's three-nothing pinstripes. Nestor was cruising until he runs into one. Pete Alonzo again, the big guy, the polar bear from the first game. It's three to two. Oh, Dom Smith scores. He was everywhere this series, huh? But, Jim, these Yankees. 
They're not going to die. Brett Gardner scores on a wild pitch because that's what this team does because they have the mental fortitude to win fortitude, and it helps when Nestor passes it to O'Day, who got popped, but he passes it to Chad Green. The goose is here to gander three innings pitch, six Ks, and it ends with the immaculate inning. Chad, bro, Yankees win four to two final. Chad, bro, Yankees win. He's so not a Chad, bro, you know? He's not, no. But Chester, it's nice to have them back, back dominating game. But it was um, it was Nestor first. So it was like N- Nestad, Nad, Niad. Did you just say which one? Yes, Niad. I think I was stuck on Nad. 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 Yeah, I mean Geo. Chad, Nestor, 2019 Yanks. I mean, (laughs) three guys who are probably too high on the chart this year for guys I'm excited to see play. Um, Yeah, man, I don't know. It's it's the same dance every time. He's got four hits in this game. You're so right when you said it at the start that like this team, it's it's almost as bad as a nightmare as it could get. Like, you know, you could open up the nightmare and like kill my folks, kill the dog, whatever. And it's like, okay, I'm having a nightmare. This is a bad time. These Yankees, man, like, okay, game one of the doubleheader. We got some here. Oh no, it's as bad as it gets. And then, oh, we won game two, win on the 4th of July. Good tweet, Yanks account. And now I'm just like this angry, short Tony Danza character. And I don't know what to do with that. Yeah, that was exactly what my my reaction is like. Well, uh, at least they didn't get swept. But this actually makes game one sting more. Yes. Literally. Uh, uh, Damn. 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 Does Nestor have an all-star game argument? Should we be mad? Should that be the one clip we put out? I like I like that he got national attention and that like people on Twitter were finding him for the first time and seeing all the shit that Nestor does. I was blown away that the crew didn't know. Like you you don't prep at all. You don't get a sheet that says he does funky deliveries. You don't they don't show you some footage before you record Sunday night baseball. Like, Hey, have you ever seen Nestor Cortez before? Okay. Here, pull up some highlights. Like, dude, we don't prep that much, but if I do a talk in baseball and I talk about a player, I usually go pull up the plays from his last couple games to see like sure. the style. Like how does the S Saturday night, Sunday night baseball crew just not have any idea. Like they acted like they, they, saw and like Stroman does it and Cueto does it and Stroman pitched game one and they were in the stadium for it. And Stroman did a bunch of that stuff in game one. So like, why were they acting like they'd never seen it before? It was really, obviously everything irks me during these from first pitch to final out. 
I'm high sensitivity irkness. Even though I'm trying to claim indifference, it's that's kind of a lie. But how are you going to yeah. like Stroman pitch game one was doing delayed pitches and, and funky windups and timing mechanisms. Yeah, man, I, I don't know. I mean, it literally like the best me and a rod going into court. We've got five minutes to come up with a game plan. My bet like my best thing is would be like, oh, we made a decision like let's uh, this will be like Nestor's announcement to to the baseball world. And like, let's just play it like we have no idea. Um, but yeah, I mean, how you're not wrong, Jim. If I was calling a baseball game tomorrow and the starting pitcher, I would watch both starting pitchers. Recent highlights. Pitch. Yeah. And yeah. And Stroman did it like literally two hours earlier and they were at the game watching. I don't know. It blew my mind. They're like, whoa, what was that? Well, I think that really helps him out. It messes with the timing. It's like, Santa Maria. Guys, 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 Gus, the guy did this earlier in the day. Uh, No, it's funny, man. I I met some people today. Congratulations, um, dude. That is so thank cool. You. They're that very is, nice. That's really cool. Um, and uh, it was a couple and they weren't baseball fans at all. So, you know, it came out uh, what I do and blah, blah, blah. And they were, you know, just it was dude. It was. So let's say this is all a nightmare. Let's say my life is currently a nightmare. Um, they the couple like they both chimed in like following up each other's sentences with everything wrong with baseball. And they were like, yeah, sometimes I turn on a broadcast and it's just so dull and non-informative. And I was like, yeah, that's a huge problem. Um, <laughs> and, and they were just, they're like, yeah, you know, some, sometimes the games in the local market and all, yeah, the local market, like it was, if this all turns out to be a nightmare, um, you know, good job, brain. Good job it's by your yeah. brain. By my bad brain. Okay, cool. I want to move on to awards. Awards are brought to you by hats. If you've ever worn a hat, if you're thinking about wearing a hat. No, they can help you if it's raining out or if it's sunny out. You can't say that about much. I saw a woman wearing the biggest hat I ever saw today. Biggest hat you ever saw. Yeah. I think if you did the circumference. Yes. Big, me yeah, and my dad were me and my dad were taken back. Well, they don't like us mentioning their competitor, cool. but uh, it like was sunglasses like, only helping the sun, not the whoa. <laughs> Hats can help in <laughs> both. Sunglasses the sponsors help. are going to be pissed. Sunglasses <laughs> can help in the rain. A little bit. Like if like it's sideways rain, it's getting your eyes. But it's still on it. Like the hat was the, the, the hat I saw was the width of a medium sized umbrella. <laughs> I swear to God. It was hilarious. It was this woman and it was like real 
like droopy and then curved up at the end. So been there. Yeah, your penis. All right. Uh, I think they heard that one, man. <laughs> what are you talking about? I was off mic. Uh, uh, my pride really, of the Yankees, Chad Green. Like, thanks, nice, Chad. Dude. Thanks. 3.1 innings. Um, an immaculate inning. The Yankees are collecting. If this was a video game, and I'm not a gamer, so this might not be the yeah. best comparison, but okay. some sort of situation where you collect all the tokens and the coins, but you come in seven out of eighth in the race. Mm. No hitter. Got it. Two immaculate innings. Got it. Got it. Some other shit they've done. Got it. Another video game awards. No, no. Chad Green's my pride of the Yankees. It goes without really any explanation. It's dirty. Yeah, man. It's uh dude, awesome for Chad. Three innings, six K's, and it's uh man, if if for all this Chapman, who's is an like an all-time closer, isn't totally out of sync we'd be saying like man chad green both games and then the three innings in the second this guy um but chappy's horrible right now so uh good job chad yeah and good notes from the chat a bunch of triple plays as well yeah yeah another good note from joe on twitter he said vesturzen i don't know i've ever know how to pronounce the name vesturzen is the Angels play-by-play guy now, and he literally saw Nestor earlier this week doing it for the game game highlights. Because so I think you're right. I think they made a conscious decision to like to my theory. Yeah, let's play this like we've never seen it before. Nestor, who is this Yankees mystery man? Oh, he's got the mustache. Bam. Speaking of, I, I trimmed my beard, but not my mustache today. Jimmy, Katie likes when I do that. Jimmy, I love you, man. We've been through yeah. a lot. But with the way the Yankees season is going, if you pull out a mustache, Jimmy, I'm leaving the office. Well, that's what I did last year when the Yankees, and then they won 10 in a row. I mean, I'm rooting for that, but I don't know, man. Emotions are high, and if mustache Jimmy comes through, I'm worried about people. Weekly Dumb might. Look really good if I go mustache, Jimmy. Did you see the picture I posted of Piazza's honest mustache? No, but I'm excited to go. You tweeted it? Jimmy, so did you you Instagram it? I tweeted it. Jim, you talked about Saturday, how you got roped in. Part of what got me roped in was they were showing game five of the 2000 World Series, Subway Series. And Mike Piazza honestly had like a Wario mustache that was a thin diagonal line down his face. And it wasn't a joke. Like people posted at one time he did a chain link beard. And it's like, okay, that's kind of funny. He tried to do something. He wore a serious pencil mustache off of a regular mustache. And it was like a whoa moment for me. You don't think it was for humor reasons? Not an ounce of humor involved. 
Okay. That picture that you tweeted looks like his mustache started dripping. A little bit. Like when like, you know, a uh, a uh, little bit of like uh barbecue sauce runs down the the plate a little bit. BBD just made it his background. Producer extraordinaire. See, it looks like it caught his lip and just rolled down like the the side of the mustache almost looks like a tear trail that his mustache is crying down his face. I don't know how people around him didn't say something. That's never I mean, been a look. Well, it might have been the 90s, man, or early 2000s, bad time profession. He also dyed his hair blonde and stuff. But like a lot of people did that, like that mustache. I don't know if I've ever seen it. It's bad. Hey, Jake, can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you tell me who your prior to the Yankees is? Holy smokes. Uh, ooh, ooh, doggy. Uh, well, screw it. Like, why not do, do the dance? It's Nestor Cortez. Um, what if I told you there was a pitcher in game one that went into the third inning and finished with 3.14 earned, and there's a pitcher that went in the second game into his third inning, and he goes 3.11 earned. Nestor Cortez, man, he's having a really nice season at this point, to the point that I posted a poll, because whether it's obnoxious or serious or somewhere weirdly in the middle, if you do who's having a better season and you factor in some of the sticky stuff, and Nestor Cortez has a discussion, and that's kind of a bad thing, too. Yeah, I like Nestor. What a dude. It's awesome. Huh? I'm yawning. I'm yawning. I don't okay. know, like, how you hit against that. Uh, I mean, you've seen it in back alley at bats from the right side every every game. Yeah, my numbers are pretty good, so maybe I do know how you hit against it. We'll see what happens next, Ad. Good, good pride, Jake. Now we move on. The next award we give out. You Yankee motherfucker. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. 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 Um, this can't be right. I think we got some of the, the, uh, series stats messed up or something. Gary, Gary stats didn't compute properly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Um, man, as a team, they hit one ninety two in these three games. Not bad. That's maybe, uh, dude, you know what? Like I, there's two obvious ones, but I feel like they're just getting them every time they go out lately. So yeah, I'm going to go with Litke. He's like under the radar being very bad again. And I think it's incredibly rude to be so good and build up so much trust and how do you, you know, how does he respond to that trust bad? Yeah. It's, it's kind of what you said with the video game analogy. Like it was, 
it's almost like a video game character, like getting to the next level. Like, oh, you got a hundred points. You're level four now. That means you you come in after Chapman and you do that. And it's it's like the game leveled up too quickly, and now he's getting killed. Um, you know, I've I've I have a lot of people that DM me with like uh, bad takes. There's not another way to put it. Um, and one guy who kind of does, he was like man, how, how is Licky in here? And it's like, well, he did do enough to earn this to a degree, but he's just pissed it all away almost instantly. That uh, it's tough, man. I mean, Chapman Licky, seeing that again is, that's bizarre. And Licky can't, like, put it at bay. Uh, Chapman, we, we, Chapman got the double MF from both of us last episode. And... He, I don't, I knew he was going to give up Brun. So it's almost like, you know, I'd rather give it to Boone for bringing him in. It's like, we have to, you have to do something different before you do something the same again with Chapman. And Fair. I kind of want to, I want to peg my little league effect here. Like, okay, so we're all this Chapman is in pumping 99 with a wipeout slider and even another freak pitch he throws on occasion. And here comes Licky with 91 and a curve. Like, I don't know. I, I don't think that's the formula necessarily. Yeah, it's not. I don't think it's good. Doesn't seem like it. Yeah. Um, okay. Do you have an MFR? Yeah, I I mean like again, sometimes expectations play into this. So I mean, Justin Wilson, like I, at this point, it's almost a not on him. Like it's that's on the team for doing it. Um, I, I think I'll give it to Garrett, and it's uh, it's just sad, man. It's sad. It it ties into everything we've said that the Yankees are up four to one, and Garrett Cole is pitching in a shortened game. Like, if Garrett gets a couple easy ones, he should go the distance, and it should look good and easy. Instead, it's an absolute disaster. Uh, he's been bad for, I think the stats say, like over a month now, and everything that's tied to sticky stuff in baseball, he's been the face, and now he's living up to being the face. And, man, it is – that's a nightmare. That's an absolute nightmare. If he People, People coming up to me in Brooklyn saying, do you think the Yankees can sue him for fraud? No, I don't, but I'm not as far in the law game as I'd like to be. Maybe they could. I don't know. It's like when uh, dudes marry people, marry people, and then their kids come out ugly. And then they're like, what? How is this possible? And then they're like, well, I have a lot of plastic surgery. And then they're like, well, I'm going to sue you for lying. And then. That happened at once, and he won the case. I think it was in a country not named America. Um, I was going at a bang-up award ready for Garrett if he sure. slipped through the cracks, and it was the five stages um, award. And I, I don't think we see Garrett Cole be good until I think he can be good again. Maybe not, you know, maybe not the best pitcher in baseball like we saw in Houston. I think he can be a plus pitcher again, but I don't think he will for a little bit. I think he's got to go through the full five stages of grief of grief right now. I think after today, he may have graduated out of denial 
and it's like, all right, I didn't need it anyway. It wasn't what made me good. These people are dumb. And I think he might be going into anger now where he's like real mad at everything. Then we need to get to bargaining, right? Where he's just going to be like, be pleading for like rosin and, and sunscreen, like pleading, like you, you can't change the game on us like this. Oh, this is, and then he's going to go uh, just to straight depression. Maybe that's the off season. And then yeah. we're going to get acceptance. But I, I do think right now he's, he's in the, uh, Maybe bargaining comes with him trying it again or something, you know, like trying to find new ways. Like, I got to find a new way. But I think he's in. I think we went from denial to anger today. Yeah. And I, I mean, man, you're you're absolutely right. Like he's he's still hitting a hunch if he wants to. Like he's still dialing it up and the off speed stuff isn't bad. But there's there's a confidence and a complex that's tied to all of this that we we're not going to know perfectly. But that inning, dude. He threw so many changeups, and don't get me wrong. Like, I love an inning where you just try to flip the script and be completely different, like get off your patterns. But, man, when you throw so many changeups that inning and they're not working, then what are you doing? Like, go back to, to what you know does work. Like, it, he threw Conforto, I think, four changeups in a row, and it was like, man, like, don't get me wrong. I, I love – following a changeup with a changeup that can be sick stuff on the mound. That could be gross, but when it's not working, what are you doing, man? Yeah. It's a really bad outing. I mean, he's had some outings now that you wouldn't have expected him to have at all ever in a season. Yes. We could have also given the irony award out to Chapman and Cole for getting the all-star nod as soon as they, lose the game that's like remember that's when gary gary won or romine won the heart and hustle award uh the day after gary didn't run down the first baseline just yeah. like sometimes life is amazing yeah no i mean on i mean obviously for cole it, it should apply similarly i mean chapman is unreal i mean that drops right after the game and you're it, it's unreal it's uh it, again, if this is a nightmare and I look down and my wiener's gone, then like that was another part that felt scripted in the nightmare. Yeah. I hear you. You heard that. I heard that. Yeah. You're having a lot of what, scripted nightmares. What part spoke to you in that last soliloquy? I just like the fact that you're scripting your own nightmares and that. Yeah. You're not in your nightmare right now. Well, or you don't no. even really know. Not sure. That's the thing. And but you you think that's what would be a perfect nightmare for you. Yeah, like that would be a really good one. Like I'd give my brain like a little golf clap. Like, you oh, opened you up. You got what, me. what has me is way back in the way back when you started yeah. your nightmare speech earlier in the episode. You opened up with like your usual nightmares involve your wife and dog dying. Was that what you said? I didn't say that. I just said like that would be a pe that would be like a ten out of ten nightmare. Oh, okay. Like that would if we're turn if we turned all of the knobs up to ten, like that would be in the nightmare. I had a nightmare that uh, wasn't one nightmare. I guess it was just a dream I had last night where I woke up and I said, "Katie, you she she thought this kid was cool at the party mm -hmm. we were at, and I was like, he's not. Like he's just right. such so lame." 
And then she was like, no, he's cool. Come hang out with us. And I was like, no. And I was like pretty mad at her. Like, how could you be such a bad judge of character in my dream? Yeah. Anyway. That's dark, dude. It was just a dream. It wasn't a nightmare. It wasn't a nightmare. It was just a dream. It was a dark dream. Only people that die in my dreams are me. I don't have dreams of other people dying. That's pretty that's pretty selfish or selfless. Regular old awards. Uh I'm gonna go with the selfless award. Ooh, okay. Can we tie that in somehow? Um I don't know. Okay. Are you ready for mine? Is it selfless? Yes. Mike King? No, no, no. Tim LaCastro. Tilo. See him get that RBI sack fly. Two Pro- strikes. Two strikes. Productive out. The best that bat John Sterling's ever seen. Do you know where you are, Tim? We don't really do that here. First at bat as a Yankee. And he's just rubbing in their faces. Hey, I know you guys can hit, but can you get RBI sack flies with two strikes? How many of those do you think the Yankees have had this season? I'm going to find out. Made the nice cutoff and left. Dude, we might have to put a sheet together of odd job trivia questions for Katie Sharp to help us out with. Cause I know you were asking the wild pitch thing slash pass ball uh, scoring runs earlier. There was one. Oh God. It was such a deep. Oh, this is a little messed up. This is a little Jake stuff. This isn't my nightmare. This is actually kind of, well, it kind of is my nightmare. Tyro Estrada had a five RBI day for the giants the second best team in baseball. And I wanted to ask Katie Sharp, when was the last, how many Yankees five RBI games have there been this year? Do you think there's been any? I don't, that's the question. I don't know if there has, man. So that would just be a nice juxtaposition or part of my nightmare that Tyro Strada has a bigger RBI game than any other Yankees this year. I have. All right. So I have this. I'm going to do. Give me a random, a random team in MLB. Um, the, I guess, I guess a top half team, the Chicago Cubs. They're on a little bit of a dive, but yes, we'll go with the Cubs. Okay. All right. All right. That's a good example. The Cubs have only had three, two strike sack flies. Okay. The Yankees had five. We're great at it. Yeah, the Dodgers had five. The Yankees now have six with Tilo. So, I mean, the so selfless, he's putting them ahead. We're elite. I could actually sort this by team. I don't have to be a big, dumb idiot. Let's see what team has the most two-strike sack flies. Fuck, man. The top four teams... Houston, San Diego, Oakland, Boston. We just Wanna... found a stat that dictates the sport. <laughs> I want to know what all those teams have in common. Good. They're real good. But number five is the Tigers. Who have been good recently. 
I have the Yankees five RBI games this year. Okay. There are, there are two of them, two different guys. Any guesses? Probably Rugi and Bruce. Jake? Higgy and Gittins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's Judge and Stanton. Oh, okay. All Makes right. more Ju- sense. Judge yeah. against the Tigers, Santon against the Twins. Both of them were two homer days. Huge. Judge, it was the 10 nothing win. 10 nothing win. I took or I took out two strikes. I want to see where the Yankees just rank in sack flies. 24th out of 30. Not bad. Not bad. Not bottom five. No, but the White Sox, the Red Sox, the Padres, the A's, and the Astros are all in the top six. And they're all good. The Dodgers kind of stink at it. All right. Uh, so that is the selfless award. It goes to Tilo making his debut and selflessly uh, allowing himself to get out for the betterment of the team. My man. What is your first award? Jim, I will be giving out the... I swear I can, Pops, award. I swear I can. I swear I can. I think that goes to Stanton. Mm. I did a classic Jake move um, where I gave away my award and my first guess because I was scared you were going to take it. It goes to Mike King. Um <laughs> Mike, I didn't know that was a movie or so I'll be on the lookout moving forward. uh, You know, we're a, you know, we raved about Chad green. He gets pride of the Yankees, three innings, uh, kind of perfect game, immaculate inning, six K's Mike King. I mean, he gives up some hits and a walk, but four innings pitch nine K's out of the bullpen. Um, uh, A performance that unfortunately has to go forgotten. Uh, because it's in part of the game that didn't matter. But this now ties in to Michael King and the starter reliever opener conversation that we've, we've now had a couple times. And, you know, it's one of those things you talked about it last year with Mike King. And then we interviewed him and you're like, this dude's awesome. Like his interviews are as good as it gets you know, he might've been too open in his last interview when he talked about being a starting pitcher and trying to set up guys for their second and third at bat. Mike King in eight games, 23.2 innings as a reliever has a one nine ERA in 24.2 innings as a starting pitcher. One more inning he has a five, four, seven ERA. Uh, so I don't know if it's an attitude. I don't know if it's attacking hitters. I don't know if it's different points in the game, which it could be, but man, uh, those numbers speak a little bit. And for a guy that's, he's known for having a couple nice pitches, but not the pitch repertoire. Um, I mean, those numbers speak a little bit and I, you know, Nestor's having a great year and we're talking about Licky struggling in his role right now. Like, I, I don't know. It, it seems like you kind of, I mentioned last episode, I was into some opener stuff feels like there's a formula there that could work, but the Yanks haven't tried it. So it's, I debated calling this like a shooting yourself in the foot award because a lot of pitchers want to be the starting pitcher, not the reliever. 
Uh, and I'm assuming Mike King does, but as a reliever, he's been elite. Uh, and as a starter, he just, he's been subpar. Okay. How about this? Here's how I would do the bullpen to find you an opener for Here we go. Mike King. And you could do Nestor to King. Uh, eventually you could just do that if you wanted. Right. But I kind of like the opener to be a little less of a long man. I don't want to burn two distance guys in a row. And this would only be until <laughs> Savier Kluber starts pitching. Never. Um, you just get Wandy and Justin Wilson out of there. At least one of them. And you bring a Brayu up and you make him the opener for King in- until you trade him. I could see Wandy being an opener too. Just weird out there for the first inning. That's inconvenient. I fully believe that the opener's got to be a just a flame flow. Flame flipped on that. Yeah, but that's what I do. Just bring Bray up, get him some trade value. Like, what's Justin Wilson doing for this team? Dying. It's funny that I think BBD tweeted it. Like as soon as he came out of the game, he was getting just booed like crazy and then the umps made him stop to get checked for stuff so yeah this gave up three singles and five <laughs> runs if he got stuff he ain't using it right uh um my next award yeah was sessa available today think so weird uh my next award is like is the please not you award so let me i just want to make sure because i've got my bluetooth headphones in please not you award please not you is there a comma or no comma comma there's a comma please not you. Not you. <laughs> this, feels, this feels like a tough one, man. Please. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> it's a tough award, man. No, no. It's, it's a nice award. If that helps you guess it. Yeah. Uh, Geo? No. BBD, any guesses? Seems like you, you nodded. Gary? Like you, no, I love Gary. That was a good guess. Well, that's what I thought. You were pleased, not you. That was a good guess. It goes. I know you looked at his stats. Darren O'Day. Oh, like please, dude. Wilson's gonna be the guy that comes back and doesn't help. Britain's the guy that came back and went back on the IL. Chad and Lasagna were great. Chapman's going through troubles right now. Litke was great. He's going through troubles right now. O'Day gave up a hit and a run today. And two walks, please, dude. Not you too. Just be fun loving, quirky, sidewinding, righty. It gets guys out. Hot. And he's hot too. So yeah. please. Not you. Team leader, Darren O'Day, talking to the press. He's good. He's good at interviews. He is. He's a nice man. Yeah, like you. 
live. <laughs> Finding out right now. That's live. <laughs> Darren O'Day doesn't like me. I just got some DMs. That's all. It's messed up, man. It wasn't from him. <laughs> someone told you Darren O'Day don't like me. Yeah, someone DM me. I don't think O'Day would like Jake. <laughs> That's tough, dude. I I responded that tracks. Damn, man. Yeah, it was his son. <laughs> Did his son call him Darren O'Day in the DM? I actually called him Daddy O'Day. <laughs> Dad Day. <laughs> Dad Dad O'Day today. Dad Day. Yeah. Daddy Day. Well, that's Charlie Day, too. Jake, what's your award? I already gave out the please, not you award. Messed up, man. Um, I am going to give out the... This is pretty prestigious. Uh, I'm going to give out the Donna Lewis Award. Donna Lewis? Yeah. I'm going to Google that. I don't know who that is. Oh, you do. What song she sing? She's got a couple hits. I don't know her by face nor name. Oh, <laughs> those are two of the big ones. Yeah. So uh, oh, I love you always forever near and far always together. I need you. That's her. Feels like. Getting caught in the rain. That's a good song. It's a good tune. I saw God Tone. Okay, is that the song you're thinking of? I mean, does that go to Geo? I love you always forever. Yeah, dude, I did the classic Jake. I guess Geo, because I want to give him the award. Pay attention. <laughs> you do it on purpose? And is it the uh, I love you always forever reason? Yes, dude, because he's going to be here. Uh, he played shortstop, and he hit the three-run homer in the game the Yankees won. And like when we start pointing around the team, like I know I think Cuddy came out with an article today that was grades of the Yankees season, and his tweet he labeled it. He goes, "I gave eight guys F's." That's <laughs> like, whoa, Cuddy coming in you, hot, my man. Who uh, do you think he gave F's to? Cuddy also had a tweet today that was like, "So the Yankees." Got a third baseman playing left field, another third baseman playing shortstop, uh, uh, an outfielder playing DH, a DH second playing baseman first baseman, second baseman playing third, and a left fielder playing center field, which is, you know. Right. If you were to Accurate. take it. <laughs> and a, and a, he didn't even say in a reliever starting. Yeah. Uh, well, Nestor's elite. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, when – we're going to hit a point this year when Jim, you've wondered about talking Yanks and what's like, what's going to happen if things start getting ugly or just completely out of reach. Like you can't even dream of hope. Um, you know, it turns into conversations about next year. I think that's what baseball is. And like, if there's a guy who's safe, I think it's kind of geo. Um, when we're talking about value and what they add on both sides of the field and what you want the team to look like, 
there's a lot of guys, a lot of guys that Yankee fans like too, that would be on the chopping block before Gio. Um, so I don't know, man. He's he's beautiful. He's fun. He does it on both sides, and uh, I'll love him always, forever. Dude, Cuddy's articles, um, signing only stuff. But guess what? Guess who has a subscription to NJ.com? Who is it, Jim? Me, because I forgot to cancel my subscription to NJ.com. After that guy said he had those quotes that no one else had that Boone said or Cash said. So I bought it just to read the article and he was just paraphrasing yeah. other quotes that everyone else also had. Yeah. Um, and I forgot to delete it. So I'm not going to give away all of Cuddy's people because. Because I don't want to, you know, you got to pay for this stuff, but I'll get you guess some of the f's like can you can you guess and i'll i'll tell you how many of the f's you got correct out of his f's hey jim i'm gonna be honest with you we got some big fireworks going off right now so this might not be a good guess game for me i'll be honest all right uh zero out of eight correct guesses there noodle looking like noodle looks like <laughs> noodle looks like a human with a backpack on right now it looks like I just got off the basketball court with a tiny jostering backpack dude he looks like one of the soccer players that wear those like male yeah. sports bra things that tracks your cardio yeah he's yeah. scary he lives in my house it's a big dog it's a horse i don't think so you would be what were your eight guesses yeah, beauty. Uh, I did read the article earlier today because I'm a good friend to Brendan Cuddy. So, okay. Two of the F's were non players. So, that's a bit of a spoiler. Justin Wilson. I mean, does he even, I think he gets like a did not attend. He's attended. It's been some of the worst attendance I've ever seen. Unfortunately, he's done enough to qualify for a grade. Does Glaber get an F? <laughs> Time out. I'll, I'll do this as a as a um, great promo for Cuddy's article. Justin Wilson's whole write up. He did. Cuddy did a good job. He's got write ups on every player, like at least a blurb or two paragraphs. For Justin Wilson, all he wrote was eight seventeen ERA in seventeen games. Not much more to say than that. Grade F. <laughs> oh. So wait, he had an 817 ERA, and I think that was written before today. Okay, so he's got an 879 now. Um so yeah, in an in an appearance where he went 0, 0.0 innings and gave up five earned, his ERA only went up a couple a little bit. <laughs> it's like on par. Uh damn. Damn. All right. Is that both awards? That's both awards. I don't know how good the awards were today. I don't know if they're gonna make uh the bracket. 
I don't that whole scene with Noodle looking like an alien human thing. That was good. Noodle's scary. Horror. I live in fear. He could beat you up. What's he doing now? Just licking you? Just licking me. I can't do anything. Yeah. What if he attacks? Yeah. This is hot. I'm going to go cuddle with my dogs. We're going Seattle. The upcoming trip. Well, we we are going to do a a Tuesday, the midweek show. We have to figure out what we want to talk about. Maybe they give us something to say on the off day. Maybe probably not. Um, Then, yeah, Tuesday is 10 p.m. start. So pregame show around seven. I think we're going to be doing the pregame shows like this, guys, just to let you know. Uh, It'll be zoom because they're going to be at 7 p.m. And we we work full days. Yes. Question. Jim, I have a question. Yes. Let's say my life was a nightmare. Yeah. Would the Yankees have an upcoming West Coast trip happening? Yes. Okay. Just I just want to double check that. It's uh, 10 o'clock Tuesday, 10 o'clock Wednesday. I think four o'clock. Four o'clock Thursday. Game one is Tyone and Justice Sheffield. So good start to the West Coast trip. Herman Kikuchi, Wednesday night, 10 o'clock. And the Thursday afternoon is Montgomery. And I believe that's Logan Gilbert. Dude, why don't they just they came up. Trade Herman and Kikuchi before the game. The Mariners get like three years of Herman for much, much cheaper than they would if they want to keep Kikuchi. They'd probably, if that was the call from Cashman, they'd probably play the like, well, one's been good and one sucks. Yeah, but yeah, but Herman can be good in the next two years. Maybe. That's what a lot of these Yankees are saying. And they're not all going to be right. And if the if the one's been good, one's been not good, doesn't work, then probably just the like good guy, bad guy stuff. Sure. You didn't hear about it. So it's a tough sell. Justice hasn't been good though. Just us. So he's due. I mean, he'll shut down the Yanks. It's nothing. Dude, why are they so bad? That's what I get. I know the pitching and then like bullpen problems. Um, you, me, and Hoke were talking about it. And why? How is the offense? You get it. You get like they're too righty. There's no balance. No, they're all doing the same thing up there. They're easy to pitch to, easy to navigate. But a lot of these players have had fantastic seasons recently and set home run records and set run scored records. Like they're healthy. DJ judge, Gary Stanton, Glaber, geo. Why is it? Why? How are they so bad with that? I genuinely think because they, they have zero speed. 
because they can't do any small ball type stuff. I think what they missed in the formula where walks are still considered a win or a good thing. I think pitchers just make pitchers pitches all inning and say, if I walk a couple guys, that's fine. Cause the guys I don't walk, I'm going to strike out or they're going to offer at pitchers pitches and ground into a double play or not drive it with power. And that's all they have. Um, so I don't know. We, we sit here and we get frustrated if Justin Wilson gives up soft contact or if Monty gives up soft contact, if Giancarlo hits something with soft contact, what happens? He's out. He could hit soft contact wherever in the infield. He can't move. So like the formula is just broken. Do you think that they foul off more pitches in the zone than most teams? Probably just because they don't barrel them up. I don't know. Because it seems like if there's a pitch, a meaty pitch, they just foul it off. I mean, it's it's one of those things that it feels like any fan base could say, but they're the feels, they're the ninth. They have the it, ninth. They have the they're the team with the ninth most pitches in the zone fouled off. It still feels like their meatball number. Maybe that's what we can ask KT. Their meatball number has to be horrendous. Oh, that's what I can do. I can change it from like instead of doing pitches in the zone. Do like straight up five spot meatball, and then we'll we'll end the show after this. Where do they rank at fouling off pitches at dead center? Tenth. What 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 defines a meatball? It's like a fastball right in the middle of the zone. I think it's under a certain miles per hour, right? Yeah, I don't know what the cutoff yeah. is, but there's probably some velocity cutoff. Let's do 92. Middle, middle. I mean. No, they're top 10 in all of these, but some weird stats. How crazy are stats websites? Stats. They exist, but do they matter, Jim? Yeah. They matter. They're seventh at fouling fastballs off that are meatballs that are under 92 miles per hour. So what do you got on that? Go Yanks at some point. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. Creator of Baseball Savant tweeted in 2018 that there's no velo included in the meatball definition. So. Wow, BBD changing the whole game. The creator that 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 bumps the Yankees up to third pitches fastballs right down the middle of the zone. So meatball pitches and they just foul them off third. Adds up, right? Yeah, I think it looks like they don't have to be fastballs. He just says middle, middle pitches, no velocity included. No, it doesn't have to be fastball either. Another search will happen. The Yankees, that drops them back down to 10th. The Braves are awful at this. <laughs> the Braves are the, the what, top team. They, they just foul everything off. Wow. How about that? Okay. All right. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Appreciate you. I hope you had a fantastic 4th of July. 
And uh, we'll see you on Tuesday for the midweek show. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs>